Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snaggable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. KJ, do you know how much data us humans generate per day? One of the things I love about recording episodes with you is that I either get asked a really good question or I'll learn something new for the day. Usually it's both. And I have a feeling you're about to educate me on something new. That's a long-winded way of saying that I have no idea what that number is. (laughs) Hey, man, I like knowing things and sharing this information with others. You can use this as an icebreaker with your next customer meeting. But according to one source I found when researching this, uh, humans generate 2.5 billion gigabytes of data per day. For perspective, the average file size of a two hour 4K resolution movie is about 20 gigabytes. So the amount of data we generate per day is equivalent to 125 million 4K resolution movies. That's a lot of movies. So you're telling me that's a lot of data. Yeah, like massive amounts of data. And as we become more connected and more digital, we're going to generate even more data. When we think about AI, machine learning, and large language models, the data we produce can help the AI be better and smarter exactly this 100%. Of course, there are concerns about how AI will be regulated and how the data AI uses is secured and governed. Yeah, that is a truly a hot topic and I see in the news all the time. Me too, which is why we wanted to bring on a responsible AI champion at Microsoft to talk about what we're doing as an organization to ensure we're managing and governing AI responsibly. KJ, can you please introduce this week's guest? Absolutely. Digestible Dynamics, let me introduce you to Alejandro Gutierrez Munoz. Alejandro is a Principal Applied Science Manager in Dynamics 365 Copilot Applied AI Team, where he leads a team of data scientists working on bringing AI to enterprise applications in the Dynamics 365 suite. Alejandro has been a privacy champion and most recently led a responsible AI champion for the business applications and platform group. Alejandro has a master's degree in artificial intelligence from the University of South Florida with over 20 years of industry experience and a 13-year Microsoft career. At Microsoft, Alejandro has worked at multiple groups, including Bing, where he worked on document understanding, index quality, adult filtering, and relevant teams. Prior to that, He worked for seven years in the insurance industry as a business intelligence architect and software developer. Welcome, everybody, to the Digestible Dynamics podcast. We're so excited to have Alejandro to talk about responsible AI. We know it's a hot topic. We know you're asking for it. So welcome, Alejandro. Thank you so much, Kevin. So glad to be here. 
let's dive right into that first question. And when people hear, hey, Microsoft is is partaking in responsible AI, what even is responsible AI? <laughs> Great question. Um, if you think of the many, many AI new feature systems uh, that are getting integrated and launching every single day, you must be asking yourself, what is the right way to develop these systems to ensure that they're doing the right thing, right? So responsible AI really refers to the way that we develop and we deploy all of these artificial intelligence systems in a way that they can be managed in that prioritizes ethical considerations like fairness, transparency, accountability, and overall to ensure that as we deploy and we create these systems that we minimize the potential risk, right? So AI is a great thing. AI is really going to, to help uh, humans perform actions that before we thought, wow, it's impossible for a machine to help humans do this. But the more and more power we give to AI, the more considerations we have to take in a way that, hey, let's make sure that it's doing the right thing. Responsible, I give you a framework for that. And when we say that, that it prioritizes these ethical considerations, Microsoft has this framework that lists these six different dimensions that, that, that people, data scientists, engineers, subject matter experts need to look and say, are we really considering that? Responsibly, I give you that framework. For example, fairness. Is the AI really treating everybody fairly? Is it minimizing biases, right? You really need to look into it. You need to figure out how to measure it. Is it doing the right thing? Inclusiveness. Many of the systems that are designed mostly will be designed maybe for English as the primary language. What about others? What about uh, communities with, uh, with disabilities? Is it being inclusive of all of the different areas that an AI should cover? Transparency, hey, you're telling me a lot of things. The AI now, the new system, just GPT, they're saying a lot of things. Are they transparent in the way that they're providing the answers? Can I, we understand what they're telling us, where, where this information is coming from? Accountability, that dimension is extremely important. It's not like, a, hey, look, this AI is super cool. Look at everything that it can do. If you've put in an AI system out there, it should be clear who's accountable for the, for the responses that it provides. What are the processes that we might follow to, to say, hey, if he's making a mistake, who is supposed to fix that mistake? How do I identify from going issues? Then we also have reliability and safety. When reliability and safety, we need to ensure that, hey, we're going to be connecting these AI systems to production scenarios. We need to ensure that these are reliable that they meet whatever standards they need to meet, right? And that we can safely deploy this. And finally, privacy. And this is a huge question, like where is the data coming from? Are we really using the, the right data? Are you using my personal data? If, if I, mm -hmm. the information that I send to you, what are you going to use it for, right? So all of these are dimensions that responsible AI as a framework helps you figure out what are the right questions to ask? What are the right things to look for? What is the responsible way to develop and deploy an AI system? No, Alejandro, I think that's a, an amazing answer. I think, you know, if I was to, you know, snapshot that we're policing ourselves, we're holding ourselves to a higher standard than everybody else and what's out there on the market. And we want to make sure that this is usable for everyone involved, which goes along with what we do, you know, overall at Microsoft. So is, is that kind of a good way to really, you know, Look at that. That's right. You know, I always say that responsible AI is, is a multidisciplinary effort. It's, it's not only us data scientists, it's engineers, subject matter experts, designers, uh, documentation writers, UX developers, every single person involved in the process, plus the end consumers. 
They all need to be part of this effort. You cannot develop this in isolation. You can just not expect, hey, you know what? If an AI system is going to be enabled in a particular area, we need to understand what are the potential harms and what are the, the stakeholders that could be impacted by it. All of this is part of the responsible ISO, yes. It's, it's not only a, a way for data scientists to say, hey, this is how we're supposed to do things. It's really a way for everybody involved in the process end-to-end to ensure that we're looking at this from all the different angles. No, that's that's really good. And I, I do want to ask a question around you know this. Is there like a pact that we're signing with like an open AI, you know, bringing Google, our competitors, AWS, who's trying to come out with something, is there like a pact that we're all like saying, hey, we want to be responsible with this? I know we're policing ourselves. We're doing the best that we can to adhere to everything that we're hearing out in the in the market. But as a collective whole, are we are we thinking about it that way? Or are we saying, hey, we're Microsoft, we're going to do it our way, but we're going to hear what's going on out there, not necessarily partner with them? No, no, no. That, that, that's a great question. This is definitely a concern that, that is, is shared across the board. Uh, different, slightly different, I guess, uh, frameworks or standards are coming up, right? Microsoft has the responsibility IV2 standards. I've seen others from other companies as well. They share a lot of commonalities because, you know, these are kind of things that make common sense. Mm-hmm. There is definitely... Um, a, a, a way that uh, different uh, standards are kind of colliding, in, not colliding, actually merging into one, which is similar what happened with privacy. If you look at privacy, let's say, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, there were many different takes, right? And then there were uh, larger entities, right? Like, for example, the European government come up with things like the GPPR with Schrems 2 that kind of say, you know what, this is what we really expect in different companies and individuals to do with responsible AI similar things are, are, are surfacing, right? There is going to be, I think that is the next summer in 2024, uh, an ISO uh, standard aims, right? The AI wow. management systems that is going to help. Okay, this is what we mean by this. These are the type of checks that you do. So definitely there is going to be some sort of consolidation across these different efforts. This is by no means something that Microsoft is doing in isolation. This is across the board. Many of these share similar dimensions because it do make sense, right? So we do hope that as the, the, the different a thought process mature as to what is mm-hmm. the right way to approach this. All of this kind of inform this more kind of a standard-like uh, scenarios, like, for example, from ISO. So, yeah, not, not something that we're doing just in isolation, definitely across industry effort. Awesome. That is good awesome. to know that we're attacking it from uh, kind of not just us, but other people, other vendors are thinking about it collectively. Now, from a customer's perspective, Alejandro, I hear responsible AI, it sounds like it's more of a vendor's type of responsibility. Why should a customer who's using AI care that their vendor partakes in responsible AI? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the the most challenging thing about using AI is do I trust it, right? It's, it's that thing that you're saying, hey, you're giving all of this um, power decision power sometimes to some of these systems. If a vendor is selling me a product or is integrating a product that is using AI, to how much degree I need to be involved in knowing what is happening, right? And this is something that from the top, from the um, leadership, they need to ensure that whatever AI systems are getting integrated into the day-to-day, into the end-to-end process, companies know about it. 
and ask the right questions about it. So this is not something that is just for vendors, actually for the people using it. Uh, we see a lot of tools making it super easy to integrate AI solutions, low-code solution or even no-code solutions. And um, the democratization of AI systems, it's really a reality. I mean, coming November, ChatGPT release, and, and we see so many companies just starting leveraging these amazing systems to generate content. And, and at this point, we see that companies that even before didn't have expertise or a dedicated team using AI started integrating these solutions. We need to ensure that these companies are, are looking at this in the right way and they understand what are the potential risks and that there is, depending on the, on the level of risk and tolerance that they need for their industry, they need to, to put the right checks in place, right? Human in the loop, that's something extremely important that, hey, if a vendor is integrating a solution for me or I'm just consuming a, a, an application, let's say from, from uh, Dynamics 365, that I'm putting the right uh, checks within the process if I am using an AI system, right? So yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say that this is something that you just say, my vendor is taking care of, no, no. This is something that all right. the way from the top, you need to know what's happening and you need to know what are the different checks and balances that we need to put in place. No, no, that's that's really great. And you know, I really wanna kind of focus on one thing because I, I hear customers talk about Copilot, right? And how are we being responsible around that? They're very fearful that Copilot is going in and grabbing their data. It's taking it and, you know, other people are going to be able to access it and all of those different things that come along with, you know, implementing something new, right? You have all these security questions, you have the responsible AI and, and so forth questions, right? And so how are we tackling questions like that from our customers in that more responsible way? Yeah, sure. No, I, I love this question. That is probably the most common question that we're getting. What are you doing with my data? If, if, I, if I'm using your system, are you using this to improve your model? Look, the bigger models, right? The, the ones that you hear from ChatGPT, right? From OpenAI. These are large language models that are pre-trained in a very large public available corpus. When we at Microsoft are using these models, right? What we do is we augment them for different scenarios. And the way that this augmentation happens, there are two ways. There is one way that is called prompt tuning, and I'm gonna get a little technical here. Please, <laughs> prompt tuning please. is, hey, do. I need to provide you enough context for the AI to give me the right answer. Not what it was pretending back in 2021, but what's happening now, right? That information mm -hmm. stays with each tenant, it stays with its customer where dynamically, as the feature is being used, the context gets introduced during that call and only during that call, it gets sent to the model and the model responds. But that information is not used for training anything else. That's one way. The other way is through fine tuning. That one where you can provide some examples and you actually have another model, but that model, again, is unique to your company and gets deployed a separate way and only you get to benefit from that. So the reality is, that when you use Azure OpenAI systems, right, we are guaranteeing that the data is pretty much that you use, it's for your system. Of course, there are some scenarios where benefits will be for everybody. Let me give you an example, abusive and uh, offensive material. Right. If we know that there is a particular, let's say, a bad actor that is trying to use the system in a bad way to try to do reverse engineering of the promise, the real intellectual property, try to get the, the large language model to do something that is not supposed to, 
If that is detected, of course, those examples of how the system was trying to be, be, be uh, jailbreak, they help, right? So those are the type of material that, okay, if the information that is being used is, is for, for bad purposes, that one we can use just to improve the detection for everybody, right? But other than that, it's pretty much your data, it stays in your tenant and only for your business. So there should be no concerns there. Privacy is a must. Microsoft runs on trust. And it's extremely important that the way that we use these LLMs and we either fine tune it or we do prompt tuning is only within your tenant, within your model, within your organization. Love that. So if you think about it, AI can be the vehicle to help a company get to their goals and Copilot is helping you pilot through that with the context of what you want to achieve. It's not co-piloting for somebody else's company, it's co-piloting for your company. Is that a correct understanding? Pretty much, pretty much. And you know what? The, the word co-pilot, the, the, the term, the brand co-pilot, I really like it because it implies that you do need a pilot <laughs> and the pilot is the human, right? I never thought about that. Yeah. Right? So the pilot is the human. Right? It's not like the AI is going to do things without you knowing. No, no, you're right in the middle, right? And, and what it happens is as Copilot understand what is the context where the human is at, right? Maybe, hey, I'm going to use some trust from your previous meetings. That information, again, is within your tenant. And as Copilot presents you the output, they said, okay, this is the summary or this is the material that you need to prepare. The human will review that, right? So that, that's something that, yes, you know, Copilot kind of help you ensure that whatever context is grabbed, Grabs, it's within your organization and it is reviewed by a human as well. No, that's that's amazing. So what are some of the best practices, you know, for responsible AI that customers can implement um, and that we can teach them? Sure. So definitely, as I said, leadership must be involved and committed. That's number one. When you get commitment from the top, okay, that this is an important thing. We need to ensure because if not, you know, you can you can run into pretty serious trouble. Once you have that commitment, the understanding of what are going to be the things that you're going to be adopting, right? What are we doing by fairness, transparency? It means education. Educate your teams. Ensure that they understand whoever is going to be part of the implementation process, that they understand what we mean by responsible AI. Then you need to ensure that you build a diverse team. That is not only your engineers, it's not only your data scientists. But you need subject matter experts, you need product management, you need uh, UX, you need documentation writers. Make sure that you do have different perspectives, right? So best practices, you know, get the leadership involved, educate, and then build the diverse team. Once you have that kind of the, 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 the V team ready, of course, okay, what are the different dimensions, right? If we're talking about fairness and bias mitigation. How am I going to measure that? What are the stakeholders? What are the potential harms, right? So knowing very well how your AI system is going to be integrated, who is going to use it, and what are the potential harms is extremely important. Because from that is that you're going to start taking actually action items. Okay, I need to measure this, or how I verify that this is not happening. Then once you kind of have your first version of your system being implemented, okay, is it being transparent enough? Is it right. really being upfront as to how we grab that, where we grab this information, how we're using this information. And that might involve modifications in the way that you present the information, right? If you're a developer, am I presenting the, the right explainability for where this information was grabbed? I'm presenting the right sources. Once you kind of start verifying, okay, it looks like I'm doing the right thing here. Okay, am I handling all of the data in the right way? Am I ensuring that no data is 
crossing boundaries, that the information remains within the tenant, that I'm abiding by all of the security standards, pretty much exactly the same that we do with any other feature development. But you need to ensure that RAI is part of this discussion, right? Mm-hmm. Next, you need to monitor it. It's not something that you just ship and forget. You need to ensure that you have a way to know if the AI is doing incorrect things, right? So sure. having a way to provide feedback, either a simple top symptoms down, and have processes that you can review with customers what's working, what's not working is extremely important. These are brand new techniques, you know, and, and there is a, a high chance that AI might just be doing incorrect things, might be giving you incorrect information. Do you have the right processes in place to know that this is even happening? Are you have mm-hmm. right? So putting this process in place is extremely important. Um and overall, you know, it's, I think that the training that you provide to not only the person implementing it, but the person either selling the product or using the product is extremely important, right? Just make sure that, that the message gets across. So I would say that high level, these are some practices that might help any company either started the AI journey or consuming something that is already implemented, right? Uh, multiple dimensions that need to be observed, but I believe that, you know, there are really good material out there to, to educate yourself. And uh, yeah, I, I think that as long as, as the, the most important thing is getting started on this. This is not something that you just want to show that the AI is capable to do this. You want to show that it's capable of doing this in a responsible way. Yeah. And in the context of your business, now you mentioned uh, getting started and learning. So where do you recommend customers go, especially those who have Copilot or interested in Copilot, where should they go in terms of Microsoft resources to learn about responsible AI and, and the techniques that you mentioned? Oh, sure. First thing, go to bing.com and type Microsoft Responsible AI. <laughs> the Love first it. link is going to be a great uh, page where we actually show all the different principles and how Microsoft approaches this. There are a really good set of videos that explain each of different dimensions and the different ways that Microsoft is actually uh, engaging customers. Also, as part of the Azure OpenAI uh, products that are being uh, that are being you know shipped every single day. In the documentation pages, in the reference section, there is great material about how the system works, what do they do with the data, right? So definitely those are kind of the, the resources. The Azure documentation has great in-depth documentation as to what do we do in terms of, of uh, AI systems. Also, there is this concept of transparency nodes, which I really, really like, which is every time that you're consuming an AI platform from Microsoft, you will have these transparency nodes that go into a great level of detail as to what the system is doing, what models were used, what training data was used. So this is a wealth of information if you really want to get into the nitty gritty. And so I would say that those are great resources for from different levels, right? From the kind of, you know, high C-level type of information, what are we doing to the data scientists implementing it? Okay, what actually happened? Love no, it. And we will put a lot of that in the show notes so that people know exactly where to go. Alejandro, thank you so much for being our guide to responsible (laughs) AI and helping us understand it more responsibly as well. So I know our customers and our listeners are going to get a lot from this episode. Thank you for being on the show. And if things change from a responsible AI perspective, we know who we're going to go to to have back on here. Kevin, thank you so much for having me. This is this is a, a great opportunity to really to kind of uh, you know share the message about responsible AI, something that I'm passionate about it. AI, it's really going to transform the world. Right, and and we want to make sure that that we step ahead, and we provide the right tools and information to to ensure that is implemented and deployed in a, in a responsible manner. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics podcast. 
a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks. Thank you.